Welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. Man, well, thanks for joining me for another one. Yeah. My co-host, Heather here. Hey, Gene. <laughs> Always a pleasure. How angry are you today? I'm pretty, <laughs> apparently I'm pretty angry. Are you? I'm, looking at the, I'm a little nervous about jumping into this um, this little article we posted. Um, <laughs> I, looked at it, I was like, oh, <laughs> I need to like uh, go have a conversation with myself. Well, let's change the order of this thing. Oh, okay. Let's go angry first. Angry. Are you like the Hulk? Is your secret that you're always angry? I don't. I didn't think so. But looking at this now, hmm. so found this cool article. Uh, you might be angrier than you think you are. <laughs> On uh, the old Medium Mind Cafe by uh, Madison Scott. Uh, pretty good read. There's nothing wrong with being angry. It's it's normal human emotion. Has great many important functions. <laughs> did you just read that? I did. <laughs> but if you're in denial about right. your anger, that's where you can get in trouble. And that's the crux of the whole conversation. See, I'm looking at these bullet points, Gene. And we do a lot of these together. Yep. <laughs> but I don't do this with everybody else. I don't vent with everybody else. I don't tell right, everybody right. my shit. Yeah. I feel like we go, and they're like, okay, we're done. And then I feel great. What's wrong with getting things out of your mind? I don't know. I don't, I, I, I call bluff on this article. <laughs> well, you can't. I'm mad about this article. It doesn't always have to be. I'm angry about this article. Um, it doesn't always have to be, you know, verbatim agreeing with everything. Yeah. Um, but it's got, it has uh, five, five signs that are useful indicators to help you explore your anger. Mm. Right. So I think you've put it in the right context of like exploring these things in the tone of where your anger comes. <laughs> the tone. Um, and what, what roles they may play in your life. Yeah. Um, because, you know, mm. there's internal anger, there's external anger, there's like generally broadcasting anger. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think a lot of people in the world right now are sort of generally angry about everything you know what i mean that is so true right so oh my gosh because they can't control anything yeah you're not gonna control gene <laughs> i mean actually let's talk about this because get into this it. is this is something i've recently discovered about myself mm. that <laughs> and i don't see it on this list we can add it i'm gonna add number six control mm. Like you're out of control. Like I, I am like a brat, and I like to be in control of things. I'm a control freak. Okay. And I get mad if I'm not. I'm like I sulk. Like we talk about. I'm like mm. I'm not in control. Is that the sulk sound? That's the sulk sound. I just cross my arms and shove them down. <clears throat> so talk about that sulking. It's I don't get the, my way. So it's the lack angry. of control. It's like the. It's like a three year old not getting their way. You have two two sons. Yeah. They're not three. When they, when they, well, they're not three, but when they were young, yes, or when you were young, 
I was young. You didn't I get was your young way. once. They didn't get their way. What did right. they do? They're like they got mad. Yeah, they threw a fit. Yeah, they're fit. That's what kids do. Well, That's what adults I'm do. A Thirty-seven-year-old woman. <laughs> you do the same thing. <laughs> like, I start throwing stuff. No, I'm kidding. I don't do that anymore. No, I know. Ne- I have never done that before. I'm kidding. Now I used to live with someone who did that. <laughs> yeah. Throw no, my anchors. This is like actually every bullet point is like perfect for him. Oh, boy. Wow. Um. Well, let's. let's I'm going to put that one first. Your your new number six, which is now number one. <laughs> I like how you're you're taking notes. Well, yeah. Do you have anything to add? Um, I, for me, the control is not really a an issue. Um, Which one of these? It's is not. It, it's not because I feel like superior to anybody, but like I just, you know, no, I don't. No, I don't necessarily good. feel the need to be in control. No, that's like good. Of things, I guess, in a way, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. it, and it's not the fear of lack of control. I mean, I'm okay yeah. in an environment that I can't control. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I, su- I suppose maybe, you know, like I've been doing martial arts for ever. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a side effect of I was just gonna bring continually up, putting yeah. yourself in positions and situations where you are out of control, mm-hmm. like particularly in like jujitsu where you're completely out of control and someone's yeah. literally trying to kill you. You're like submissive, the ultimate. Yeah. In like choking you submission. or breaking your arm or whatever. And you have right. to trust them. Right. So, you know, maybe it comes from that. I don't know, but, um. I think I've had a breakthrough with that, though. Okay. Because, I mean, Yeah, you told me that the other day. Yeah. Definitely with, like, the the karate and studying martial arts. Um, but also, mm. what I've been doing the past three years, which has been campaigning and just being a completely different... Like, I threw myself into, like, yeah, a completely different arena where I had no control of people, how they're going to vote, what they're going to do. That takes giving up control. Yeah. Right? Right. Um... Coupled with the karate, the setting karate, I was it's like, all like plan, 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 plan. Yeah, and kind of hope and see. Yeah, yeah. Can't control people. Yeah, definitely can't control the people. So how does that? How does the lack of that control that we're talking about? How does that feed to or sort of metastasize into anger? Lack of control. I mean, is it more like I, your I response you can, to the world, or the person, or people? Oh, and good. then, oh I, goody! I, and then I will say, you know. Oop. The passive aggressive communication or Ooh, rumination. Okay. Right. It's like a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Right. If you get angry at someone, you project onto them. Yeah. Which I've I have done. Or you don't talk to and them. And I and I did that. I did it and I was like, Oh, I just projected onto you mm-hmm. because I'm feeling this yeah. way. And they're like, Yeah, don't put that on me. Yeah. That's your shit. How many times I mean, I've done this too. Uh Maybe it's, a, I don't know if it comes from control or not, where you are sort of expecting someone to do something. Mm-hmm. They literally haven't done it, mm-hmm. but you're already like pre-mad at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like what a, have, what a weight what a, what a, what a weight to carry and to put on other people that yeah. you're already mad at them for something that, that you're is, like expecting them to do and you're just like waiting for them to do it. I have done that before. <laughs> oh, I do it in all the time. Relationship, like I'm like I'm, I just want to see if they're going to do it. And they do it. Guarantee like, they're not. Yeah, they did it. Or they don't. And you're like, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah. Or and that's rumination. Yes. That's actually yeah. and very passive aggressive. I will mm-hmm. say. Quite. And also, anxiety. Like you're thinking about them not <laughs> doing something they haven't even had a chance not to do. Chronic anxiety. How kind? Of, like 
what kind of like pressure are you putting on yourself even to even think like oh yeah like again give other people more grace handle your shit like the one little like how many people have highlighted this a bunch um the way you treat other people is a projection of your own internal struggles right i mean mm-hmm. that's what we yeah yeah i mean it's a mirror <sighs> i know <laughs> we suck human race how are we so fortunate to sit here in a room with two microphones? Yeah. We just had a great lunch. And we're sitting here chatting, not having to worry about anything else. I just think about like the fact that we can sit here and talk about this. Our anger and these like mm-hmm. microaggressions. How far we've come as like a, a human race. Oh, this podcast has been the best therapy I've ever like yeah. invested in. Yeah. Wait, are you saying that you're doing this for your... Yes. Pay your therapist, damn it. <laughs> I pay her. I pay her, too. <laughs> um, the hypercriticism yeah. mm. of yourself and others. I could see the hypercriticism as a projection as well. Oh, yeah. You know, like you're you're putting false the seeking expectations of on someone else mm-hmm. that you cannot achieve yeah yourself a lot of parents do that to their kids oh right? yeah they're just like always pushing them because they yeah. you got to be better hmm. <laughs> uh yeah there's one one statement in here uh or, or he's referencing another article why you should say thank you to death um but i've read that article it's it's also um excuse me important to like you just said to always remember like and maybe that's a way to sort of combat a lot of this stuff chronic anxiety, rumination, mm-hmm. passive aggression, blah, 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 is to, like, be thankful for the position you find yourself in, mm-hmm. if you are lucky and in a good position. Yeah. Um, to just be aware of it and thankful of it. Yeah. can help sort of, like, put things in perspective, you know? Like, it can always be worse, you it, know? It can always be worse. You know, I, that inter- I, like I messaged you the next day after this, this occurrence happened, and I just messaged the person, I was like, thank you. Yeah. They're like, why? I'm like... You, like, just said, here's a mirror. Yeah, you straightened some shit out. Thank you. Here you go. And he was like, wow. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I went to tell my therapist. Like, I did this, I did mm-hmm. this, I did this. He's like, that's how you handle yeah, shit. I'm that'll like, be 300 bucks. Be- <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, God. Now I'm woke. <laughs> I'm getting him that. Ouch. Um, but that's it's a whole good. other podcast. Well, that is, like, how simple it was just to say thank you mm-hmm. instead of being, like, offended and, again, getting mad about it. Right. Like, I'm over that part. Like, I'm old enough now where I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a shithead. That was a shitty thing to do, mm-hmm. to try to put my shit onto you. Because you're a whole other person trying to handle your own shit. I need to handle mine. Yeah. Listen, yeah. It's very simple. Like, yeah. it's, it seem, it's so simple, but, you know, we tend to... And I don't think I really understood what it meant to have, like, entire, like, responsibility of yourself until very recently. Like, it's been, like, a breakthrough the past, like, couple months. What do you mean? Like, what what it really means to take ultimate responsibility oh, for I yourself. You. Mm. Until recently. Yeah. It's been great, so. Well, so this one year, uh, chronic anxiety. Mm. 
Um, that's something that, like, I'll be honest with you, I, I never really had a lot of um, empathy towards people that, like, were, were like, that carried anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. I was always, like, kind of like, well, you know, why don't, why don't you work on yourself, you know? Like, you're always sort of, like, weak or whatever. Um, yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I think I've come around on it that I don't know that, I mean, there's definitely people that are like that. <laughs> They're just weak. You know, they're just not facing their demons. Right. They're hiding from it. Yeah. When they have huge issues. <laughs> you know, yes. and it's like the huger the issue, the more you'd think they'd see it. But it's the smaller things, the little things that people carry around that, that can really get you. And, and a friend of mine, uh, Carl, he, we were talking about like COVID and how, uh, if you can remember back, it's been like two years now, but like the very first couple of weeks, even though it was like rampant everywhere, it wasn't that bad because it was like, oh, there's this thing we have to deal with. Everybody was kind of on the same page. Mm-hmm. Like with the the worst thing we had to deal with, like me, I was lucky. I mean, I didn't die from it, but like, or have anyone in my family that died from it at that point. Like the only thing I had to deal with was like, there's no toilet paper in the supermarket, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like after a year, that initial like acute anxiety of being worried about it turned into like chronic anxiety. Yeah. Right, and I think there's some... There's like some lasting effects from that, mm-hmm. right? And and that that's sort of like not a microcosm because it's the whole damn world that's dealing with it. But like we can we can study that and learn from that. In that, chronic anxiety will fuck you up. You know what I mean? Like you have like physical issues. Yeah. It it. I mean, how many relationships do we know that it's ruined? People are quitting their jobs, mm-hmm. you know, because they're like, I don't want to be here anymore. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, how? What? I have a point. But like, what? What are you doing to yourself on that spectrum? But in a different thing, not COVID, right? Mm-hmm. COVID's like we get to have this excuse to do this for ourselves. But like, what are you doing well, to yourself? What do you? How are you creating chronic anxiety for yourself and other smaller things? You know what I mean? Because it doesn't have to be one giant thing. Like, lots of small things can make one big thing. I think it's a spectrum, like. And this is me coming at it from like a, um, a social services lens, but like, like or what we talked about at lunch today, like how this pandemic has impacted a very certain demographic, mm-hmm. like horrifically, horrifically, right? Um, and that there are systematic things that cause more anxiety for certain people because of the the stressors on them based on social things that happened, mm-hmm. right? Access to food, health care. Like, there's a reason why certain populations, you know, in this country suffer worse than others. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about, like, from that. And then you have, like, people who have, who are millionaires, who, you know, at face value look like they got their shit together, mm-hmm. who are probably just as messed up, but for self-fulfilling reasons. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Mo money, mo problems. Right. <laughs> so I I just think there's a, there's a spectrum to it, like where there's a reason, you know, that some people are like sicker, who are more unhealthy, yeah. who, you know, mm-hmm. then you have people like us who are, you know, white and middle class, 
We have our baggage for sure. Right. Our families aren't perfect. Yep. But we're, again, we're sitting here in a room being able to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Stuff and work. It's pretty lucky. Right. We're pretty damn lucky. Yep. So that's just. In that case, there's no excuse, in my opinion. Mm. I think that's what you're the point you're getting at. Try like, to. Why don't you handle your shit? Yeah. Like, you have the resources, the support system around you, mm-hmm. and you are blowing it. Which can also cause anxiety. Which also can cause anxiety. <laughs> right. Because then you're right, like, right. It, looking at yourself going, why can't I fix this? And right. it's like you just this downward spiral. Is it just um, lack of ownership? I'm thinking of one person in particular who just blew his entire world up because he wasn't willing to be to take any ownership. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Probably. Not that we're trying to fix other people or figure that Probably. out. Probably. Like, but, but this list is like... Here's I, the thing. I, I read this list, I'm like, holy crap. You know? Yeah, well, here's the thing. There are person. shitty people. <laughs> and there are shitty people, too. Yeah, I mean... Oh. Sometimes they're just like, that's the answer. And they don't care. Yeah. I know. Right. They, I mean, they might care about something else or someone else. Yeah. Just not you at that moment. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Just how it is. Um, See, I, I, that's like, I never even think about that. I'm like, oh, yeah, there should be people out there. There are. Absolutely. Um, but again, you know, like we always talk about, you know, you can't control them. You can't control that. All you can control is your boundaries and how you respond. Right. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people, I think people don't even think about those things, you know, so they have no boundaries. And this other person just kind of like mm-hmm. runs roughshod over them, you know, and then next thing you know, you're like, fuck, this sucks. I mean, that can happen. It's true. Um, that is true. So then we do some of the other things, you know, like th- these are smaller, this passive aggressive one. I wanted to touch on that. Um, little things like, you know, we all have that one friend who's just always late. <laughs> yes, we do. And then, yeah, if you don't have a friend that's always late, you are the friend that's you always late. You are the late. friend that's late. Yes, <laughs> right. What is the right. the asshole test? You know, we always have that one friend that's an asshole. It's like I don't well, have any assholes friends. Guess what? You're the asshole. <laughs> um, that's a good way to but, put it. But you know, uh, other things like there's always an issue yes. with them personally why they can't some- do something or. You know, the other example here is someone, maybe they're on your team at work or whatever, they do shitty work all the time, you know, and it's yeah. like you, you you as the observer on these little passive-aggressive things, yeah, they're annoying, but, you, you know, you, I think you kind of need to look at, like, maybe why they're doing those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, are they always late because, like, they're just kind of fucked up and they're always late? Or, like, is it like a control thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, cause I've seen that firsthand mm-hmm. in the gym. There's, there's people that will like chronically be late. Mm-hmm. And as you get to know them, you realize it's like a, it's like a thing that they're doing because they've lacked control in a certain area of their life. Mm-hmm. And this is an area where they can sort of enforce control. It's mm-hmm. like the time I get there, well, I'll just, you know, just five minutes late just to, cause I can, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, I've seen that too. Jim it's, it's weird. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen it in. You know, professional settings. Yeah, too. I've seen it in meetings and stuff like that too with people. Where they mm-hmm. roll in like politicians notoriously, like you know, a half hour late because they can be. The flip side of that, like you know, if you're that person, you know, if you're listening to this, and you're always late, I got to give you some advice. Everyone thinks you're flaky. Yes, and I know that's hard to hear, but like that's the reality. 
the late thing. But it's it's other things too. It's like you know, doing the thing you said you'd do, showing up to that thing you said you'd go to, yeah. not bailing at the last minute, even if mm-hmm. you don't feel like it. Like, yeah, it's all those things together. Those those might be passive aggressive things you're doing to try to assert. I think in the last podcast we talked about control, mm-hmm. control in an area of your life where you don't necessarily feel control. And in that case, because I've done that in the past, but typically with people, like if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Um, mm-hmm. However. I'm getting better at saying no. It's like I've been invited to like yeah. 10, 10 events this week, yep. which is not an exaggeration. So I'm like, you no, pick. no, 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 no. Yes. And you know how to say that at first <laughs> instead of saying you're going to go and then feel bad about it. And then you get mad because you, you've said yes, then you have. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's a cycle. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah. So learning your own boundaries. So if you say yes, and later on you're like, it's like Friday. It's eight o'clock. Yeah. I don't want to get. I just. Tired. I'm tired. I don't want to like put my real clothes on. <laughs> Go out into the I'm world. It's rainy. It's cold. Dang it. <laughs> um. Yes, yeah, so we solved all that problem for everybody. Yeah, we did. Um, Fix your shit. <laughs> so I found two, and we, you know, this is the first one I had, but this is a different one. But I think it's related. Um, three things that changed my mindset forever. Mm. This yeah. is this is cool, um, and, and it ties into the first part, right? Like, yeah. like I don't know if it's like necessarily like we didn't really dive into like what anger means, and it, it can mean a lot of things. It doesn't mean like it's just a projection, you know, throwing it's a feeling rocks at somebody's window, mad. Right. I mean, it can right. yeah, it can be anything from that to like just feeling anxiety. Right. So changing your mindset. Um, the first one. Realizing that you are not your thoughts. Thoughts are th- just things. That's a tough one. And you choose how you react to them. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah. So we all, we're all humans. Mm-hmm. We sometimes have thoughts we probably shouldn't have. Oh, yeah. Constantly. Constantly. <laughs> I've caught myself being like, I'm going to fucking kill that person. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't literally want to kill a person. Oh, going right. back to the point yeah. one, am I angry? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like I might be a little angry. Do they have, like, murder on here? No. Number seven. <laughs> that would definitely be number Constitute seven. Constitute number angry. But, no, you you can feel things, but doesn't mean they're, like, right. Right. And they're just, they're things, so that's okay. Right. It's your it's the choices you make, right? Mm-hmm. The things you actually do. Yes. I am say, angry at this person. I'm not going to go and like. If you actually punch them, that's probably bad. You know, cut their tires or something. Ooh, is that passive aggressive? It seems pretty aggressive. <laughs> I don't think that's passive. There's nothing <laughs> passive about cutting tires. <laughs> that's pretty aggressive. Yeah, yeah. No, Somehow, in my it, mind, it, I think that's passive aggressive. It's not stitious. It's superstitious. <laughs> <laughs> Just stitious. Not a little. I'm not a little stitious. <laughs> Not superstitious, just a little stitious. Yeah, it's okay to have bad thoughts, weird thoughts. Just don't act on them. <laughs> don't tell everybody either. Yeah. Come on, Dom. I don't, I don't want to know. <laughs> Come on, Dahmer, just don't do it. Just don't do um, it. Staying in a bad situation will not make it any better. <sighs> <laughs> One. Look at me. No, so it many doesn't. times. Yeah. No, it doesn't. When no. you finally take care of that issue... Mm-hmm. You just feel so like light. <sighs> You're like, why the fuck didn't I do that eight months ago? Right? 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. you're so worried about, like, what life will be like after this thing I do. Yeah. You don't ever do it. You keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, and you just keep building this chronic anxiety, like, whatever, you know? And you finally do it, and you're like, life, life is pretty good right now. I should have done that a while ago. I mean, I think there's, like, you try to make it better, whatever the situation is, but if you, you know, there's got to be an expiration date on whatever that is and be like, okay, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. Whether it's like eating fast food every night or whatever you're changing in your life. Yeah. So the, the examples, you can make a change in two different ways. You can tell those around you that something needs to change or you will. Yep. Or you can just leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I said you first you try. So what are those? I mean, what are those? You try to change things. Right. What are the circumstances that make the difference? You know? I think if you're talking about like relationships, what's the threshold of which the bullshit that you can handle? Yeah. What is that? You have to know your threshold. Yeah. What are you willing to take? I think it's also dangerous to have hard and fast rules, too. Yeah. This black and white mm-hmm. mindset of, like, you cross this line and fucking over. I mean, that line might change over time. I don't know. That's true, too. I don't know. That is true. But I think definitely communicating. That's hard. It's a pretty good place to start. That's a good place to start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. That's a good place to start. Don't just leave. Like, you need to. Talking about relationships. Oh, yeah, if you're not telling, like, if you're not telling the person what you need, yeah, this or, sucks. You should stop doing that, please. And then they don't. Yeah. And then you leave. That's you know. If you're you know pouting and getting angry and not exp- expressing yourself, which can be really hard to do. Mm-hmm. What about a scenario where, let's say you're in a relationship mm-hmm. and you are both sincerely and genuinely working on yourselves. Mm-hmm. But you kind of drift apart. Have you seen that happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been a part of a relationship like that before. Yeah. Where you, it's hard to do. It's hard to focus on yourself at the same time. Make sure that you're growing mm-hmm. together. As a, mm-hmm. as a pair, you know. Especially if you're like in an intimate relationship because it's not like a friendship where, you know, like we chat almost every day, but like it's not like I'm like, okay, Gene, we're going to talk about what you did in therapy last oh, week. Oh, God, no. You, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, not. I wouldn't do that. So it's way easy being friends. Right. Yeah, yeah. But you live with somebody. Right. Shit. You kind of got to get into that stuff. You got to get into that stuff. Yeah. You tell me. You've been married longest. How do you do it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How do you do it? I don't know. A lot of not doing that. That's hard. That's hard. <laughs> uh, a lot of acceptance. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. You know, because I've definitely made a lot of big mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing like terminal, but like. Yeah. You know, I've made mistakes and there's definitely, you know, forgiveness. There's definitely hard feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is it always about getting to the point where, like, I feel like that's just shy of resentment. There's probably resentment too. <laughs> <laughs> a little, a sprinkle of everything. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but again, it's like you know, 
I, I think it's dangerous to have those hard and fast rules, having that black and white mindset. Right. Like, if that's the case, you know, my marriage would have been over a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But thankfully it's not. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean. It's easy to say shit on paper, but it's really hard to do it in practice, you know? It is. It is. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, the secret to a long, successful relationship is forgiveness. Like, flat out. Forgiveness. But at the same time, there's forgiveness, but there's also like, how much shit can I forgive? Right. And what things will I forgive? Right. right. They're right. they're very different lists. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's it's okay and it's fair not to write that list before you start the relationship. Mm-hmm. You can. It's an ongoing building list of editing and changing. Yeah. I think that's okay. Well, back to your point. Like if you're changing as people, but you have to say in somewhat parallel together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you might be like here a little mm-hmm. bit, but you come back and you know. Mm-hmm. That's how my, I'm, have my hands up like railroad tracks, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're growing as a, you're going down the track and you're yeah. growing as a person because that's what we do here at Warrior Mindset. We mm-hmm. improve ourselves every day a little bit, and a bit at a time. Try to you know be around people who who want to do the same. Mm-hmm. And sometimes let's talk about like not like personal relation, like not like romantic relationships, but friendships. I've had plenty of friendships where yeah. I just don't, and not that I'm like I need to benefit from them, but it's like your community. Mm-hmm. Um, I have this year in particular really whittled down people that I confide in, um, but the people I have in my life, they are always trying to improve themselves right. as well. Right. So when we get together, that's literally all we talk about. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Okay, what are you trying? Like, because yeah. we want to be the best, because we have a finite time right. on the planet. And like, I want to be the best person I can be. Yeah, that's what you're working on. Right. Um, and that's fine. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's healthy. So, so anyway, some relationships have expired, or we're just not as close anymore. Yeah. Some relationships definitely have an expiration date. Yeah. That's for sure. It's going to happen. And that is okay. Yeah. And that, it's not necessarily, like they said, it's like a, you know, staying in a bad situation, but at the same time, you know. Well, let's look at it the other way. One of the other examples is let's talk about the great resignation, right? You heard this term? No. Oh, wow. What does that mean? So there's a term right now called the great resignation, which, you know, there's all these people quitting their jobs, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but there's people quitting jobs that aren't bad. They're They're... Perfectly fine jobs where they're making they doing? pretty good money, so that they're choosing to do other things. Oh, okay. So, what um, people doing. But I mean, the, the little paragraph here where they're talking about, uh, I left behind a lot of money, benefits, friends, and security. It was hard to take the plunge and walk away from a job. It seemed like a dream on paper. However, no matter what anyone tells you, you need to follow your heart. So, I mean, sure. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with that to a certain. Degree, yeah, but we're not like a bunch of romantics in eighteen hundreds, walking around <laughs> with our sweethearts, right? Like you have to get a fucking job. You like, do have to have a job. I just i <laughs> I agree with that to a certain degree, yeah. Um, and we have this like romantic idea still about work that like find your passion. That's great, but yeah. really. I'm in, I'm in, like, I work at a desk job, which I never thought I'd ever do. I really like it. Because <laughs> it pays really well. Yeah. 
my employer respects me. It's not like I don't get up being like, "Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this sum total better than." I just do. I do it well, right? And it affords me the life that I get to do other cool shit. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think we're a, a bit romantic about. Um, I think so too. Jobs. I think so too. Uh, yeah, I think we were, you know, on mass, like on moss. On moss. On moss. Trying to say it with an accent. Um, we're all sort of like home, alone in our thoughts, working by ourselves, <laughs> mm-hmm. like long enough to just kind of get into the fields and where we're like, I want to do something different, you know. I think there's a large part of it. I guess, yeah. I can see that. Um, I think there's, there is definitely mm. another part of it where people have jobs where they're like, I could get a better job. Like, well, that's cool, too. I could get a, one that treats me different. You could have done that three years ago. You could have. You don't have to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to do it. None of us do it at the same time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I do find it interesting that some people are like, it has to be like completely broken in order to like. To walk. To, yeah. Yeah. Well, from a job, that is. Yeah, job. Yeah, we're not talking like, about relationships. Why do you have to wait to like. Yeah. Just, you can complain about being broke. You're not really. Like, get any promotions, yeah. like, go try to get another job. Right, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I just... I know. It's back to empathy. Maybe I need to work on my empathy. <laughs> Am I angry? Is that angry? <laughs> Is that angry? No, I don't know. Um, uh, I kind of feel the same way. I, I don't understand it either. Um, I had read early on that people were leaving their jobs to start their own thing. Um, American dream. Entrepreneurship. That's cool. And I don't know um, because in, I think there were numbers like the small business department or whatever was reporting like record numbers of new businesses being started and stuff. And I'm like, cool. I would like to see how many of those businesses they'll still be around in a year. Exactly. Because running a business is fucking hard. <laughs> exactly. No, give it a year. Like, Let's see if they're actually making a profit. I will tell you firsthand, I have run my own business for over 17 years. I work for other people, too. That was a lot easier. <laughs> like, working for other people. It's really hard to run your own business. Mm-hmm. And you think the bullshit you put up with at work is somehow going to go away. Like, what are you going to do when you realize you created the bullshit that you have mm-hmm. to deal with? Mm-hmm. Like, that sucks. <laughs> I've been thinking about that. Recently, because I've been asked to apply for the executive director position mm-hmm. at an organization in town, and I think I have a pretty good shot of you know mm-hmm. being offered the position if I do apply and like, do well in the interviews and things like that. Not, it's not a shoe in at all, but I've been really weighing like, wow, like do I want that responsibility? <laughs> responsibility, yeah, you know. And I have a lot of responsibility right now, like it's, but it's very different. Yep. Because um, I would be acting as essentially a CEO of that organization. Yeah. Which comes with like a yep all the shit. Yep. As we're now, like you I walk may, away from I may stuff. manage like you know a hundred million dollars of yeah. shit, but, but it's not your hundred million dollars. It's not my hundred thousand yeah. or yeah hundred. I'm like, and I'm done for the day. Yeah. I put in my time. Right. Oh, you want more? Pay me more. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> You know, so it's, and I don't feel bad about asking them for the mo- amount of money that I make. Like, I right. don't, it's, 
that makes sense. It does. 100%. It's a balance. Yeah. You know? We'll see. Let's give it a few years and see yeah, how many I w- I see those numbers. new businesses you know are what, still around. You know what the closing rate is going to be? High. It's going to be the same amount, just more. <laughs> it's yes. all scale. It was like, what, yeah. what, half a business closed within like two years or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, or more. And I think there's other things mixed in there, too, like... You know, not that's not the sole reason all these people are leaving, but mm-hmm. you know, it's it's all kind of mixed together, and I think everybody's just sensitive about it because you know all their employees are quitting. But it's you know whatever. The Starbucks closed. It's weird, right? That is weird. Now that kind of weirded me out. Yeah, the Starbucks, uh, they, yeah, it's because they don't have enough employees. I know. <laughs> and they like gave them like benefits and like yep. all this stuff. Yep. Yep. You know, is I, there an I, organizational thing going on that I'm not part of? What do you mean? Where there all these people are like getting together and planning to quit, and I'm just like I mean, not part of it. There are. <laughs> I listened to NPR this morning. I'm one of those people, not all the time, but they're trying to unionize for this reason. Like, there's a huge star. Actually, Starbucks. Starbucks employees. Starbucks employees. Huh, okay. In a certain city, mm. I forget what city it was, but they they came together to unionize. Mm. Apparently, Starbucks had, like, internal, like, corporate people, like, show up. And, like, it was, like, wow. they did not want them to have that kind of control. Of course, they're, like, they're losing. They came and opened their stores. Yeah. That's just crazy. That's weird. So, there's definitely a mind shift set, a anyway. mind shift happening mm-hmm. across the land. Something. I don't know what it is. We'll do another podcast try to figure it out. But, like... Something is going down. Something's going down. We don't know about. I'm just working over here. I don't, <laughs> I know. I don't know. I don't have time. I, I have not thought about quitting my job. I know. Do you think maybe, and we can, again, this is great. This may be a good, a different podcast, yeah. but like, I think that like the pandemic has given people like the, afforded them the time or like the, um, the, <laughs> The, the contemplation about, like, their existence. Of, I don't know, but I've been over here working. You're right. Um, I'm finding this real quick. Uh, I found this post. Um, you have to wait while I find it. It's riveting podcasting. Um, come on, 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 come on. And it's like, um, yeah, here it is. I'll link it up. You okay. can't use COVID as an excuse. The Great Resignation. People didn't leave because of a vaccine mandate or the need for more flexibility. It was because of a lack of leadership. Leadership of what? The business that these people are working in. I don't know. I love you, man. I just don't know. I don't <laughs> You're buy just not it. Buying it. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't buy it. I dig it. I don't. You have to have a job to like Yeah. So I'm in this um Bureau of Digital, I do a podcast in there, I do some work, and um, what this thing is, it's a, it's a, it's a membership-based group of people that run digital firms, like marketing, design, development, whatever they, like, all the, some of them do all of it, um, mm-hmm. and there's like an owner venting channel, and uh, there's a lot of this in there where they're like, well, today two people quit, you know. 
And we pay them a lot, and I don't understand it. There's a lot of like, a lot of, and these are, you know, I, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to say they, these are professionals. They're highly paid yeah, professional engineers and things. Engin- yeah. 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 Um, you know, fancy designers that design user interfaces, yeah. like kind of like dream jobs that you think about. Um, yeah. And they're leaving them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, these, these owners of these companies, they're in this channel and they, they don't, they don't know why they, we, no one can figure it out. Um, I'm definitely not part of some movement that's happening and it feels weird, but well, something. isn't it true though, but the technology, cause you're talking about like technology jobs. Yeah. Like that happens in like cycles I found hmm. where, because the talent pool in the United States is so small, small. Yeah. And I used to work in like tech education, so mm-hmm. I know these stats, but like, so it's very easy to go make even ten percent more at a different company, yeah. If that's what, if you're moving from company to company, now if you're just straight up quitting and like starting up your crochet Etsy account, like I don't know. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck with that. Maybe that's you awesome. saved a lot of money. You can do that. That's yeah. great. Um, well, if you listen to any of the like gurus on like social media, they're they're trying to tell you that like making you've probably even seen them. We're making money on the internet so easy now. You know, go sell an oh, NFT yeah. or. Buy some yeah. crypto or whatever and make your money. I hate to tell you that. Here's another intervention we're going to have if you're listening to this. <laughs> we're getting done. It's dirty. all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Yeah. The guy selling you on his course that teaches you to build courses to sell. I can't. You're not going to get rich selling courses. I can't. Like, it's like a, it's like a multi-level marketing. It's not going to work. So. Listen to us. A question, Gene. Yeah. So. All these people quitting jobs. Back in like the 50s, 60s, we didn't have cell phones or pagers yeah. or... Yeah, I see where you're going. What happened? So just, okay, back to like the whole leadership thing. Say you worked like at a bank. Like, pandemic, everyone's dying. Stay home. What happened? What would happen? <laughs> yeah, with the, with the whole like banking infrastructure crumble. Well, they'd be like, hmm, nope. I quit. Right, no, they wouldn't do that. Where are they going to go? Yeah. I just don't, I just don't, something's going on, you're right. I don't know what it is. What? It's not just one thing. It's made me have a thought. What did people used to do in the 40s and 50s to look busy at work? Did they, like, walk around with a clipboard? (laughs) I mean. They push papers around. They, like, staple a bunch of shit? Yeah. I mean, we just, like, hide behind our screen now. You just go. Type, 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 yeah. Well, it's that whole mindset, like, maybe this is where, like, the whole leadership in business. Okay, I'll give them a little bit. Because I used to work at a job where if I wasn't at my desk, they're like, Heather's not working. What a slacker. So that's We're going to fucking fire. This is turning into the Great Resignation episode, but <laughs> it's fine. Um, there's there's some yeah. of that out there, too, where the, I've people are mandated to go back to work. Yeah. Like, they were, they were home for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Everybody was kind of like, well, this is kind of rad. Mm-hmm. And then their bosses were like, time to come back to the office. And they were like. Fuck you. I'm not coming back to the office. Yeah. So they're like quitting. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's that. There is that. Now, I will say I I have enjoyed the great resignation then because I hate to say it like this, but I work on a really great team. Well, you're a remote employee regardless of COVID. I was. Or still are. I still am. Is. My entire team is actually. Still is. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. But, so the whole team is. But 
the company as a whole has a headquarters mm-hmm. and a huge office mm-hmm. and different branches and stuff. But the people that have quit were like, okay, you kind of sucked anyway. Mm. It's kind of like weeding out people. I was going to ask you what it was like, what it's like at where you work. Like, It's been great. You've seen people quit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like crazy. Or they're, going, or they're moving to different companies. So I'm sure. Because I work in technology, so it's like, it's a great market. You work at a large organization with more than 500 employees. Yeah. You're mandated to have vaccine. Mm-hmm. Are people quitting over that? Or are you just not privy to that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know that information. HR is keeping you away from that. Now, I, now, people have been fired for being complete jackasses about, like, other issues. <laughs> sure. On so like when the whole right. social unrest was happening, like some really yeah, you, you got to be careful what you say. Yeah, they got fired. Yeah. So yep. yeah, we have like multi-layer steps of COVID stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like that has to happen. But right. I'm remote, so I don't really even look at that. Yeah. I'm curious how that works. If you're remote, are you still required to have it? If you go into you the count office under the. If you go into the, like, we have yeah, very sure specific have things. Yeah. If you go into the, if I show you, you know, vaccination yeah, yeah, card yeah. and wear a mask and. Don't be, don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, cool. Yeah. So that went in a different place, but that's cool. Um, <laughs> it's kind of how we roll. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are angry over those issues too. So it ties into the first part, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. So man, you know, if you guys, if you're listening, you're still listening. Yeah, if you're not following us, awesome. If you're not following us, yay. Um, yeah, let us know what it's like where you work. Be, I'd be very interested to hear. I'm very curious like about own, that. Unofficial poll. Yeah. I've been kind <laughs> of very, um, been just doing my thing. Yeah. I mean, I think we'd probably be in a better place as a society if everyone would just do their thing and leave everyone else alone. Namaste. <laughs> yeah, right? Handle your shit. Yeah. Uh, any any anything you want to leave us with? I don't think I'm angry. Um, I don't think, for the record, I don't think you're angry. Either. I don't think I'm angry. I don't think I'm angry. And this article, three things that changed my mindset forever. <laughs> I think it's funny. It, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's boil down life existence of life. Yeah, in, in three bullet points. Five hundred words. Yeah. So, by the way, we know that this is all kind of hooky. But I hope that it gets your brain churning a little bit. Yeah, that's the idea. Awakens your spirit. That's it, man. Yeah, you spend time listening to this. Um, yeah, if you if you leave with like one thing where you're like, oh shit, I need to go. Yeah. Do this thing. That's cool. Yeah. I hope, to, I hope that's the you case. You have to go do all the things. Yeah, not everything. Yeah, I mean, if you have chronic anxiety, you should probably work on that. But um, go see a therapist. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey, I'm not. Holy shit. Yeah. I do it regularly. Yeah, it's very, Mental very important. Health. It's helpful. Don't don't feel like you're weak because you do something like that. That's right. Definitely not. That's right. All right. Until there we next go. Next time. <laughs>